Patrice. And JD. And we've got a lot to get into. Safe to say we're coming off a pretty good week uh, overall. And uh, we had a lot to talk about, a lot to get into. So uh, should be fun. Sit back, relax, and uh, let, let's get into this uh, weekly recap to start things off here. Um, earnings week four. Quite the surprise to a lot of people, I would think. Um, a lot going on, a lot of good stuff. And uh, I think we, we called it pretty well, yep. to be honest. Definitely. Definitely. My favorite is... My favorite earning week so far, and I don't think there's much going on after that from what it looks like, yeah. but yeah, a lot of surprising moves, and I liked it. Yeah, it was um, definitely interesting to see some of these things just really move, and we sort of had a feeling that was going to happen when we were talking about it last week. Um, we had a lot of like sleeper picks, a lot of stuff that really had big potential to move uh, quite well, and I, I think for the most part, it delivered, delivered and more. Um, yeah, almost yeah. everything that we called out or that I mentioned at least had pretty good movement, you know, whether it's up, up or down, but they all had mm-hmm. pretty good reactions and p- plays and setups the next day versus last week, you know, a lot of the reactions didn't have anything to play. And safe to say that Twillow was a big surprise out of all of them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Massive. Exploded. I mean, it's one thing to explode on the ER report and then explode the day after. And then explode again the day. Yeah. So, I mean, that it definitely was, I think we can all say it was the leader this week as far as um, just overall move from earnings mm-hmm. and and really, really had a dominant week. What is Twillow anyway? I don't... <laughs> I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I looked it up on Google, but I forgot already. I, I know it's probably like cloud data. Or, yeah, it was something related know. to like, I think... Uh, somebody can yeah. tell us later in our DMs or something, but... <laughs> I mean, regardless, it absolutely took off, had an insane week, and I think we were able to take advantage. I, I know I did uh, for a few days, but definitely uh, definitely the surprise of the week. And it's funny that you say that, that we don't know what it is, which makes trading a lot more like better or worth it, because yeah. we don't even have to know what the company is, but we're still here over making money. Best part, about actions, you know, yeah. like, Best part about earnings is being able to make money on a company you've never heard of before exactly like um, w yeah like the week before wayfair, that yeah i mean i know a lot of people knew about wafer before i didn't know what it was exactly i think wafer that was also probably one of the second biggest sleepers i mean we we, we mentioned it in the podcast that was my call mm-hmm. out last week but i think it made a bigger move than even i expected i think it went from like what 130 to like 170 or 180. yeah yeah it, massive. it had a pretty massive move now screwed me on uh was it Wednesday, Tuesday, the Wednesday? After, right? Yeah, whenever I played it. But um, no, it was it was a massive move. Can't take that away, regardless of how I traded it. It doesn't matter. But definitely a, a big, big move on that one, too. Um, I think this week was a prime example of a lot of stocks that weren't expected to do much, and that's why they moved so big. Whereas before we saw stocks that were, oh, it has to you know, move yeah. 100, 200 bucks. And so it was so easy to be yeah. underwhelmed, and, and I think that's exactly what we got, whereas this week it was kind of like, you know what, if it moves decent, cool, like I'll trade it, I'll take it, but I mean, and I think a lot of people felt that felt that way, especially reporting their numbers and things like that, where it was like, look, we're not expecting much, any sort of decent numbers or guidance or whatever, we'll take it, and we'll run with it, and that's exactly what we got for a lot of these, uh, a lot of these stocks, TTD and SQ, prime examples of that. Um, SQ was down 10% when they reported, 
and the day after squeezes up for almost 12% and then has another decent day after that. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. That's yeah. that's insane. SQ, I, wow. That yeah. was a nice one. I like that Square. Is, yeah. I remember we looked at it after and we were like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Square down, square down, and then I think it ended the week off about a couple cents down. from the. T- and I had a feeling because I saw what they reported and they were down 10%. And I was like, that makes no sense. I have a feeling we're going to get a decent squeeze here. And but then earnings doesn't yeah. make sense at all because yeah. you saw what happened with, what was it, Uber or Lyft that reported? Both of them. Both of them. Massive like, losses. Um, the Massive losses. Loss. Yeah. But they're able to report a uh, user base increase of 3% and investors just take it and run with it. And I mean, that thing skied, what, 22% or something like that? Yeah. I mean, geez. So, I don't know. We, we've known for a long time that Lyft and Uber just make, zero sense whatsoever um but they never fail to dis disappoint me during earnings they always do something absolutely crazy and and this week was no different um ttd was another one that we know can move well with volume but again another one that recovered yeah was short by a pretty large amount and then squeezed up again for geez a massive amount and i mean didn't it yeah, it ended up squeezing for almost all-time high. So, yeah, come on. That's crazy. You, you can't make this stuff up. Um, but that's what makes this fun. That's why we love earnings. Um, that's why we stress it so much to, to you guys and to our members that now is the time to take advantage because you have so much more plays out there, so many more uh, things to watch, so many more possibilities of that don't normally happen on a typical week. So, um this week is a prime example of that, you know. Another good one too was Peloton. Had a, yeah, a, Peloton. A massive yeah. run this week. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Um, work, work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and my boy Marlon a little dirty, but <laughs> that was a nice one. Yeah, well, that wasn't well, that bad. Just what was it on Thursday? It was on Thursday when yeah. the big where all the small cap stocks yeah. were just like yeah running yeah. like yeah. crazy. Uh, small cap stocks yeah. really really took took off on thursday really took over um because yeah. we were like checking the large caps and it was they were most of them were dead spy yeah. was dead but small caps really really iwm is that what tracks the small caps yep so iwm was too. nice too yeah i mean even kyle that doesn't like paying any attention to the small caps was like damn <laughs> yeah. look at these yeah. things yeah. Yeah, it was real nice a paypal another one that oh, had paypal how did we forget one. that yeah. one yeah. yeah had a very very good earnings and they also were down and squeezed up again and yeah. yeah, so that's this is the kind of earnings that we we love. We love to yeah. see, you know, they report up down doesn't matter. It's that next day are they going to make a move? And a lot of these stocks did, except for W. A lot of these stocks did, and that's what we love. That's that's our mo when it comes to earnings is being able to play those reactions, play that next day with that spike in volume, with a major catalyst, and um, that's why so important to take advantage of earnings season um we were a week early on beyond i think we all thought it was going to take off a bit sooner but earnings came they delivered took off for another 30 bucks or whatever so beyond took flight this week and looks like it might be continuing yeah into this week yeah it, it looks good it looks like it can definitely run a little bit more um last time it failed around the 140 area let's see if it gets over that this time but Beyond back to life, which I think we all love to see. Um, it's it's definitely a fun one to trade when there's volume and and it's got stuff going for it and it's not flat and dead. So, B 
Beyond was was good to see. Um, and I think the one a lot of people were watching this week, the main one, Roku. Um, they were down. Kind of expected, I think, for most people. They're still struggling to make money. Everyone knows that. Um, but again, tried to squeeze up on Friday. Kind of went flat, so it's 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 not looking great. But the buying pressure still there a little bit. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I don't know. It. I, I mean, it gives you enough to work with, at least. Yeah. Once the market opens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like TTD more than Roku because TTD showed some signs of life at the end of Friday versus Roku. Looks like it's a little bit of selling pressure, so we'll see. But there's definitely moves to be mm-hmm. made, so we'll keep them on our radar still. Yeah, and I think a lot of these earnings lifted the market as a whole, not necessarily SPY, but a couple of other stocks. Like Tesla had a decent week. It actually yeah. uh, ended up in an uptrend all week. Um, stocks like that, that really sort of took advantage of the extra volume, took advantage of the of the, the spike in these stocks that reported well and, and investors poured into. So I think it was overall just a good week. Overall, just really good. Yeah. And another one that we left out was uh, Disney. That's yeah. another one that recovered. Mm-hmm. I know you guys don't really like that, trading that stock, but mm-hmm. that one's been making a really nice move lately. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, I think that's, again, testament of decent earnings having such an impact on the market as a whole um especially when you have i know we don't talk about news too much but when you have like the feds and and different people trying to you know it's it's for their own agenda bringing out news and bringing out different sorts of of headlines at you know times that seem too coincidental um where the market sort of has to react in that point it was good to see that sort of the earnings took over some of those headlines and and really just made it a fun week to trade overall um that's what we love to see so uh yeah i mean those i mean so leading through through the all that you've seen the market doing well overall this whole was it sell may was it selling may May go away away. like is that still gonna be a thing you think it's only, been, it's only been the first week of May. <laughs> we but. stopped doing predictions at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, for real. I, You know, the answer, reality is I don't know. Based on price action, it don't look like it's going that way. But, like, again, all we focus on price action was given during that day. Yeah, I really exactly. It's going to happen the next two, three weeks. You know? mm-hmm. So, is selling May go and go away a thing right now? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe next week, you know, put sweeps and, and all this stuff takes over and... You know, all of a sudden the sellers rear their heads, but I don't know. Right now it's looking like Trump is right and we're going to keep hitting highs, but, you know, who knows? Who and, really knows? And what's kind of stopping that, too, is the government's over here borrowing money once again. Like, yeah. Wasn't that like, so, uh, I don't know if that was surprising. To me, that was really surprising. I was like, again? Like, yeah. I, saw that that's, I mean, it shows what they're trying to do to really keep us out of recession territory yes they announced this week too that we're in a recession yeah duh but um (laughs) it's like you know they're doing everything they can to just limit the damage damage control damage control damage control but i think the point we want to make is does the stock market even care at this point not even close about the borrowing anything about recession news like you know borrowing money i don't think so I think it has this mind of its own. Yeah. I think now we're to the point where, look, the damage has been done. We had that terrible, um, what was it, February or March, that terrible month of just selling, selling, selling. 
I don't know if the market cares anymore. And I think it's going to move how it wants to move at this point. Um, that's my opinion. Again, it, it's well, it's interesting to see because we're earnings is you know starting to go away now. We're we're sort of finishing up earning the first earnings season of the year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the market reacts in just normal times, normal you know conditions. But I, I'm starting to look like market doesn't even care about any of this news anymore. So and that's something we talked about. I think a couple podcasts prior, we said that these earnings weeks would be very important for the overall condition of the market. Mm-hmm. And we've seen with all the you know new data and all the everything news related driven stuff and all these earnings that obviously the market is on the uptrend. So yeah, no. yeah, definitely, definitely an uptrend. Um, do I care if it's a bull bear market? No, um, I don't. I, I, I try to stick to the stocks that are in play. You know, that's, that's, that's the big thing. Uh, that's going to be a big part of what we talk about today. But again, our philosophy is sort of, look, where is the money? Let's just follow that. And so we do our best to try, you know, stick to that stick to that mentality stick to that mo and you know things should work out for themselves so um yeah, i mean we are day traders so all we care about is what's going on in that day within mm-hmm. within that moment you know i mean do i pay attention a little to see what the market is going in the future i do but is that going to really affect the way i trade now and that's an interesting that, point yeah. because the last we were talking yesterday the last couple of weeks i haven't even been watching what the market's doing overall I find what's in play. I find what, you know, looks really good as far as not even considering what the market's doing. And I try to go off that. And I've actually been way better. It's way simpler, way clearer ahead because I can focus on the task at hand. And the task at hand is the stock's in play. It's not what the market's doing. I don't care what SPY's doing. Even if I'm watching it, I would always find myself not caring what SPY was doing. So why watch it? You know what I mean? It's just another distraction. And as a moment, if you're trying to trade momentum, if you're trying to scalp these moves, why add more distractions? That's just going to hurt your performance. So uh, I think that was something we were talking about yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you because, I, like I was telling you yesterday, man, like, I was like, it's crazy, dude. I feel like my performance got a lot better because I took out SPY out of my mm-hmm. charts. I had another stock to look at instead of SPY. Don't pay attention to what SPY is doing. And honestly, I've been trading way better ever yeah. since I've done that. And it is true because, like, sometimes the stock you're looking at are, that's in play, you know, the move is definitely a good move. And you might see SPY lose its, you know, lose mm-hmm. its, its steam, or you might be, oh, it's time to get out. When in reality, that has nothing to do with the stock that are, that's in play. And I know for me, Kyle and you guys are all hopping on my head because, John, why are you looking at SPY? You know, but definitely they're right. It, it helps you as momentum traders to focus on it because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if the overall market conditions, it doesn't matter about the price movement of that individual stock. Yeah. Yeah, so that's really what I want to get into today is what are stocks in play? Um, we say it all the time. We say it all the time to our members. Well, what does it actually mean? Um, anyone want to start it off, take take over this one? I mean, to me, it means looking first like at the volume of the stock, seeing where all the money is going in, um, seeing like where it's flowing in, then uh, seeing their daily seeing like if it still has that momentum going either up or down and then sometimes i try to look to make sure they don't have they're not like any news coming out because i don't want to get affected by that but sometimes news come out of nowhere you can really do much of that mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me as far as stocks in play is is volume i would have mm-hmm. to say is number one 
um, when I get up and, I, and I'm checking my pre-market stocks and, and scanning, volume is so huge. It's so critical. Um, again, relative volume. You can't just say, I look for stocks with 50K volume in the pre-market. Right. Well, what, what the heck does that mean? Because 50K for Apple is nothing, whereas 50K for like a shop is in, insane right. pre-market. You know what I mean? So it, it, a relative volume to the stock, if on average a stock is trading 3 million shares a day, 50,000 in the pre-market is a lot, and you need to be watching that stock in the pre-market. Whereas Apple, that trades 60, you know, 70 million uh, stocks in, or shares in, in a day, possibly. I like to see Apple, like, closer to a million in pre-market. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then where I'm like, okay, something, Apple Apple might be good here. might actually be worth it this time. So, again, relative volume is, is huge for me as far as stocks that are in play. And sometimes I like to see a catalyst. So whether that's price targets. And again, price targets don't do much sometimes as far as like that momentum move at the open or, or whenever you're looking to trade it. But again, just some sort of catalyst, whether that's good news, bad news, what's going on, and why is that volume spike there? Why is the money flowing there? And then I can move accordingly. So that that's to me what a stock, an in-play stock is. It's increased volume for relative you know, to a, a regular day where nothing's going on, and then any sort of catalyst. Those are the two biggest things for me. Um, yeah, I was literally gonna say the same same thing. Volume is something that's catalyst driven, but yeah, Kyle said it spot on. It, it's really important to focus on those two things because a lot of times people think, oh, this is a good play, you know, or the setup's there. But we've said it time and time again, those things might be present, but sometimes there's no volume in the stock or volume in the contracts that you're trying to trade. So I mean, it kind of just makes the getting into that trade pointless you know so you always have to focus on those things i don't know what marlo thinks about yeah same thing with kyle just volume to be honest that's what i look at most and then also trying to stay away from setups that don't have actual volume in the options contracts because then what's the point of really looking at them if we can't actually trade them so mm-hmm. i just make sure both of them they have volume both in the options as well as the stock yeah, yeah. and and we kind of have all have our own rotation that we do too you know the same 10 to 20 stocks that we trade you know, every week. So that becomes easier too as traders because we're so used to trading them. We know how they move. We know how the price action is. And it just makes the whole scenario easier, you know, because the more you get used to a stock, the better you trade it, the more you're familiar with its movement. I mean, as traders, we love it because whether it goes up, down, all around, making money. So it's cool to see. Although I do have to say there was one stock this week that I traded twice. It worked out perfect, and it had no volume, and I was kind of like, oh, making yeah. fun it of me a bit. <laughs> with PDD, I mean, it had enough yeah. for me to sell, buy it, and sell it to someone, but uh, there's times where you do get lucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, especially if it's going your way, then obviously more volume is going to pick up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, PDD is one of them, but I don't know I, li- I don't know why I like PDD we're, so much. We were on FaceTime, and Bochy was like, hold on, there's only, like, 20 contracts being sold, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you have, like, 10 of them. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. So, yeah, I mean, and again, it's not because you can't make money, you know, trading contracts that isn't a ton of volume. It's just risky. You don't want to get stuck. Yeah. Why yeah. Why risk not being able to sell or being able to get out when you need to get out? It's Again, it's all risk management. And that's, you know, that's why we, we go over these things is because we want you guys to be able to take care of your money while hopefully making some yeah. as well. Um, it's not just all speculation and all, you know. You don't want to have 10 contracts and there's only five that want to be bought you know right, stuck exactly. with five they can't even sell and capture your profit that's the worst right. scenario because we've seen those everyone's seen it where like someone will be up crazy amount mm-hmm. crazy 
maybe 1,000, 10,000, a couple hundred, you can't capture any profit because there's no yeah. bid. So. And you don't want to get caught up in like flat stocks, you know? And that doesn't mean stocks in play don't end up opening and going flat. It's just, again, we're limiting the risk of that happening. So, does it mean that you cannot fit all the criteria? There's a catalyst, extra volume, and it still ends up flat? Yeah, that can happen. Anything can happen. But again, you're limiting the chances of it happening, and that's that's the goal here. That's why it's so important to focus on stocks that are in play and not try to veer off too much from that. When I, Again, I'm happy if anyone's making money in the stock market. It just blows my mind when I see people who like trade something. And I'm like, why did you trade this? There's nothing going on here. And then they made money, but it's like, wow, that's that was risky. It's it's unnecessary risk. Like, why why do it? You want to follow, you know, the other, re- you want to be where the other retail traders are, basically, because right. that increases your chances of the trade going your way. Because a lot more retail traders are going to trade like you than algorithmic trades will ever will. I should say they're never going to trade like us. So if you're, you know in a catalytic stock where all these other people are looking to trade it too, again, that just increases your chances. So that, you know, that's the biggest thing uh, for me. And that's why we were sort of talking about, do we care about overall market conditions? And uh, yeah, in, uh, in the next, what, two, three weeks, I feel like people are going to see a lot of that now. Stocks going flat because earnings season is done. Mm-hmm. So all the stocks that, you just don't get no volume. They're going to see how flat they get and yeah. how hard it is to trade them only because, first of all, it's going to be really hard to buy in or someone sell it, like get a contract and then sell it. So a lot of people will like, witness that themselves. Yeah, so now more than ever, it's important to know what's in play, know what right. your catalysts are because, again, earnings season is going away for a little bit. So yeah. now you really got to be on your toes and, and be really, really strict about trading what's in play. You know, I know a lot of people that are new to trades a lot of times there's a bit a wide bid ask spread mm-hmm. does that um affect any of you guys when you want to enter a trade or like if it's a playable trade does that affect anything yeah i mean if there's a hundred 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 fifty dollars spread then you gotta be more careful where you actually enter your trade because if you just buy the ask then you automatically be down fifty hundred dollars and i mean there goes your position yeah. yes and no yes because if there's no volume, the chances of that spread getting closer slim to none. No, because if it's like shop, which normally has a pretty hefty Three spread, to yeah, but there's a lot of volume in that contract, and I know it's in play with the pre market as well. Like, okay, this contract actually might be in play, it's actually probably going to hit, then I'll trade it anyway because I know the volume is going to pour in, and I know that spread is going to get closer and closer because as the stock goes up or down or whatever contract it is, um, once it starts getting closer to that strike, they're going to start selling and they're going to start, you know, trying to take profit, a.k.a. the spread gets closer. So I don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, it's all just depends. It depends on the situation, you know, for yeah, me. Yeah, I think it's relative to the stock you're trading. Yeah. Because if you trade something that isn't traded at all, then yeah. But if you trade something like Amazon or Shop or TTD, then you know that that's heavily traded. So you'll be, okay. you'll be fine. Definitely good for a lot of the people that are listening. Yeah, because yeah. I know a lot of people are... Um, naturally afraid of big spreads, as you should be. You know, most of the time you should be afraid of a big spread. But there is a way to trade them. And if you do it the right way, it actually works in your favor most yeah. of the time. I think you just have to be aware of what the contract is actually going for. Because if you're not aware of what it's actually being bought at, then you're just going to screw yourself. So 
and like you said if you, if you take advantage of that spread and can get in at a good price then it may actually work in your favor and already be up as soon as you enter yeah yeah, yeah ex- that's the biggest thing is being up getting the right price you're up a ton yeah. You know, you don't even have to be in the trade as long as you normally would be. So again, spreads can work in your favor, yeah. large spreads. And it's not only on, I would say, even on tight spreads, if you can manage to even work or play that game where you just get the cheapest price, even on a tighter spread, um, I mean, why pay more than you have to? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the biggest thing, why pay more? Um, so with stocks that, you know, we've talked about in play, we've talked about, spreads and volume and all that stuff why should we stay away from stocks without a catalyst i mean without a catalyst you're essentially your stock isn't going to do anything so if we're trading options you're just gonna your premium is just gonna be eating up so you're not gonna we need volatility obviously we need big moves up or down but consolidation doesn't help anyone so if we stay with where there is a catalyst, we'll obviously be able to pick a direction in which the stock is going to go to and look for setups. But if there is no catalyst, then your stock is going to what move 30 cents down, 20 cents up, 30 cents down, 20 mm-hmm. cents up. What's the point of that? You know, there's no real profit that you can ultimately catch. Um, or it's no good use of your capital. You know, why invest five grand into a trade that's only going to move 20 cents mm-hmm. when you can go find a catalyst like, uh, let's just say PayPal this week for earnings um, it's going to move up a dollar three dollars or a square that move up like five all day so if you get into that with the five grand trade then it's well worth your your investment mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. I think I think it too is catalysts are very important because of the options volatility volatility is our favorite friend and just like Milo said like we've I've gone to trade before in the past myself where it, it doesn't make a move and you just get tired of it and when there's no catalyst or there's no movement, it's just a waste of a trade, a waste of capital. You're not using your capital to your advantage, you know? So mm-hmm. just be aware of that. We need movement. You, a couple cents, like Milo said, it's not going to do anything for you. It's going to, you're not going to get premium burn. You're not going to make any profit. So yeah. just be very clear and very focused when you enter a trade. Yeah, I mean, you guys hit it spot on. Keywords, volatility, and volume. That's what you need. For options traders, at least. Because without that, then good luck, honestly. Yeah, especially yeah. for day trading. You know, we're not taking on a swing trade. We're not taking on a long position on a long investment. We're all taking a 15-minute trade, 5-minute trade, 1-minute trade, mm-hmm. a 1-hour trade. So um, a 30-cent move every single day just isn't going to do it for us. We need 4 or 5, $10 moves in one day, like yeah. we saw on Twilio, PayPal Square. So Sometimes we yeah. need it in, like you said, 5 minutes, $10 yeah. move. You know, so you need like that volatility. And that's because... why we look for stocks like Tesla. Yeah. It moves up $5 in two minutes mm-hmm. but yeah. one thing that's cool too is like I mean I'm not the best at it but I know Bochy sees always finds those smaller stocks that, that are you know 20, 30, 40 dollars in price and they make good moves you know so Bochy's I know but super, even super, then he's still yeah, you still have catching to, moves yeah. that are not 20 cents he's yep. still catching yeah. 50 at least a cents dollar. to a dollar move yeah. every single time yep. so and then yeah you're right relative to like smaller stocks their contracts move differently uh, cents wise mm-hmm. um but even then, so fifty cents and a dollar move on a small stock like pins, which is eighteen dollars or whatever, then yeah, that's, yeah, that's incredible. That's a big yeah. move. Mm-hmm. But for Tesla, if it moves fifty cents, oh, absolutely, you're probably yeah. still down. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. So, so that's the difference. Yeah. Again, how beautiful would it be to get into a trade knowing that the volatility is there, the volume's there? You know, you got a good entry, and you literally get paid extra to do nothing more, nothing more. 
Because when that volatility spikes, you get paid more. Yeah. That's just how it works. So you want to set yourself up to be in stocks like this that have like that extra volume and that extra catalyst because, again, more money in your pocket. Yep. That's all it comes down to, more money in your pocket. You don't have to do anything differently, trade your specific strategy. Again, you're just picking the right stock. So well, it, it only benefits you to do that. So that's, that's why I wanted to talk about it today and, and, and bring that up because it is so important. Um, you have to be able to know what to look for. You know, especially yeah. if someone gives you a list, you, if someone gives you a morning list or night list, whatever, you should be able to pre-market, be able to say, okay, this one's not in play, this one's in play, this one's not in play. Don't just pick one, at, you know, put put names in a hat and, uh, okay, Netflix, yeah. like not yeah. knowing why or, you know what I mean? Exactly. So. You have to see why they picked that certain list. What's the reason for it? And I think that kind of separates a good trader for a great trader. Yeah. Catching those little things, seeing those little things, picking out the right stocks. Yeah. Not having a, like, a whole bunch of stocks on your screen that are going to do a bunch of nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, especially there's no point in knowing all that you know about trading and then trading something irrelevant like, uh, let's say, Oxy. <laughs> it doesn't really move. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. Whoever does trade that, but um, if you have all this, the knowledge about trading, set of te- all, the, all the tools necessary to trade, but you're trading a stock like Oxy or someone give me another example. That's tough because I'm not used to seeing these kind of stocks. That's what I'm saying too, but stocks that no one's trading. Um, if you're going out and picking those stocks, then there's no point in you even looking at that. Cannabis stocks. Cannabis <laughs> stocks, same thing. I mean, maybe we'll get a little move to this week because mm-hmm. it's Tilbury. But yeah. in general, if you if you know all you know, but then have the wrong watch list or are unaware of what to actually look at, um, I know we've talked about it in the past where last year when we first started trading Beyond, for some reason we traded it for a day and then just stopped looking at it. Which was which was a really stupid, really big mistake, yeah. yeah. But at the time, we weren't aware of the fact that we should be um, watching and following stocks that are clearly in, have momentum. Mm-hmm. Instead, we would look for Beyond, and then look for a, another stock to recreate what Beyond just did, for no mm-hmm. reason. So we would see Beyond do this, and then we say, oh, tomorrow maybe Apple does this. Mm-hmm. And instead, we should have just literally kept looking at Beyond every yeah. single day of the month. Yeah. So I think I just want to put a little bit of emphasis on the fact that you need. Um, a good watch this yeah and be aware of what to actually trade because it does you know good trading stocks that are gonna do nothing yeah I mean one that I can think of now is probably like NIO NEO NEO yeah nothing like, I know one okay oh wait that's delisted never mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean there's a lot of stocks out there yeah. again the reason I can't be thinking about it is because I don't watch them yeah exactly but the point is is that there are stocks out there that no one's trading that does nothing so why would you even be looking at them yeah like don't you know don't tell me you're making money in the stock market and I ask you what you trade and you're telling me advanced auto parts or yeah, something. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, come on. So that's, it's, it's stuff like that where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm up 20% this year and it's like, okay, what do you, well, that's good. Yeah. What do you trade? Uh, GB42. Yeah. It's like, wait, You're not what? trading, you're investing. Yeah. And that's fine, you can invest. Yeah, but it's but like, what? I also want to make the point that um, Sometimes, I guess, you can even feel like your watches gets repetitive or maybe you feel like you're trading the same stocks. That that can work in your favor, like John said. The fact that you get familiar with your stocks and how they move. Mm-hmm. And there's again, there's a reason why you're watching them. And the minute that, let's say, Amazon, like, well, I mean, we haven't talked about Amazon all week, even though we talked about it all month, uh, all last two months, right? That's true. Yeah. We didn't even look at it. Because <laughs> it's not in play It's right not now. in play anymore. Yeah. That's all that has to do with. And the reason we keep bringing up Tesla or Netflix it's just still in play and the minute mm-hmm. it's not we'll stop talking about it 
Yep. So, I mean, even getting familiar with the stocks you have on your watch list is important. Because if you're not familiar with how they move, then you're at risk of getting faked out more than more than other times as well. Or being familiar with the fact that, oh, if it does this or crosses that, or um, if volume picks up intraday, does it actually matter? Stuff like these, mm-hmm. stuff like this, you just have to be aware of. And that way you can trade the stocks correctly i guess you could say yeah. and beyond's another great example too we were watching that one for like a month or two and then now it's yeah. back in play yeah exactly yeah. It, again yeah it was it's dead yeah, yeah. so and why then, trade it and then we're since we're aware of the effects we've been doing this for a while we're aware of the fact that okay the second that beyond gets volume and the second that that stock starts to get interest we cannot trade it mm-hmm. but i'm sure anyone else who's not aware of the fact they would just say why would i do that um beyond has been in the 78 80 range for three months why would you even be looking at that well, you're just unaware of the fact that now, because it has a volume, it's going to pick up $50. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Pick but up the experience. Things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Marlo brings up a fantastic point. I can guarantee, like, guarantee 100%. If you're not making money right now and all you do is switch to playing the right stocks, you'll be profitable. Yeah. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. You could do everything else the same, but now you're just playing stocks that are actually in play, you'll. You'll be profitable. There's a reason why we get so many messages about what are you watching, mm-hmm. especially in the past. We would get so many messages about what do you think about this? What are you watching? What are you watching? What? Everyone wants to know what we're watching because we're clearly watching the right stocks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're obviously not. I mean, if you're watching Apple when it's moving $2, you're watching the wrong stock. Yeah. Because Apple moving $2 in an entire day, if you're trading options, it's not going to do anything for you. Nope. So. And, and I just want to add the fact that we actually been catching all these stocks and movements way before a lot of other people oh, and yeah. we know a, gr- a good amount of like traders and yeah. pretty well known traders yeah. out there mm-hmm. like me Kyle Marlon and John will like bring up a stock and guess what happens next week Everyone all that that, that whole train community is over here talking about that stock now yeah. W we caught that on like, what a week before or yeah. two weeks before like two I think weeks you before. guys traded it two weeks before yeah. and then and the, the next, next week it was doing, it was doing, doing all of us the, all of us the entire week then the third week just, finally started people people starting to say oh wayfair wayfair this yeah and, that. and by that time half the move is already over yep you see what i mean so i mean i think we've already recognized within our own group or within our own company that we're able to pick out these stocks way before any of these other trading communities or trade mm-hmm. or just traders in general who seem late to the party like us in our own chat either through the between the four of us or our um, subscri- subscribers or members we're already bringing them the stocks to watch before anyone else does. Yeah. Like we're mentioning them before anyone else does. Yeah. And I think one thing that's beautiful about that too is we had a new member join on Friday. And the first thing they said is that was a beautiful watch list. They went back and looked that, at it from the morning yeah. and it was spot on. You know, Kyle does a fantastic yeah. job with Kyle that. Kyle's doing a lot of work into our watch list. Um, I know we all discussed it, but Kyle's the, the brains behind what goes on that watch list every morning. And I'm telling you, it's to the T. The um, numbers he gives you there are... I mean, it'd be dumb I, not to take it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the fact that simple. Just seeing, because every day I go back, check the watch stuff, see what happened, how everything played out, and I literally look at it like, man, everything was in play. And the the it's rare of, that something's not. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt. And the beauty of it too is like, these watch lists. We don't just say it in one direction. We have both scenarios, whether to the upside or to the downside. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of yeah. it too is whether like, that's why we trade options, whether it goes up or down. Yeah, moves I think that's, to be made. you have a good point that something different about Kyle's watches or our watches is the fact that it's not just in we're long. 
Mm-hmm. It's not just for short. He's always giving you um, levels both to the upside and the downside. Whether that's resistance, support, whether it's a breakdown, a breakout. Mm-hmm. He's giving you every possible scenario except consolidation because no one. Yeah. You can yeah. clearly, I mean, if you can't see consolidation, then you're in the wrong profession. I mean, yeah. you can see pro- consolidation and say, oh, you know what? Nothing's happening. Okay, let me just switch to a different uh, stock on the watches. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. But he's giving you whether up or down. I mean, there's no, I don't know what else you can even ask for, to be honest, as a trader. It's everything that you would need to trade a stock. Yeah. And we've had like complete beginners with no knowledge of no trading really our stock market and just from seeing the watch list marlo does his you know we all do our trade recaps we try to tell them what mm-hmm. these patterns mean or why we enter the trade you know we're here for education to teach others because yeah, i think if anyone can just copy and paste the trade yeah if kyle just tells you to go long you can just go long is that something <laughs> Not we definitely or anything. No, you have no idea why and that's fine i mean if that's your entire purpose and that's fine but I think one thing that makes our community different from others is the fact that um, we do want to drive the education part of it a bit more than others. Um, we want you to understand what and why and understand yeah. what we're doing, why we're doing it. So that you can then use that in your own analysis or your own trading, not just solely based off what we're saying. Mm-hmm. So if you're still watching the market intraday and let's say it's rare that none of us are watching intraday, but for whatever reason, if we're not you're still able to see a setup and have the confidence to take it on your own. And I think we're starting to see that a lot from our members as well. The fact that um, they, they're starting to take trades on their own yeah, um, without any of our input sometimes. Um, so I think that's nice to see that the fact that they've also progressed as traders. Yeah, and that's definitely. what you want to see. Because we already mentioned this, I believe, last week. We were like, money is nice and all, but knowledge is way better and with knowledge what comes money so, yeah mm-hmm. and I, I think that's what's funny about it is so many people try to rush into it and make that quick money or make you know make i want to strike it big but i tell I mean, people we did that yeah we all yeah, do yeah, we yeah. all do I think it everyone goes through that yeah phase, we've but also we've sort of tried to lessen that curve for yes. our members by telling them you know what be patient um don't get too overwhelmed um trust in the process and that eventually you'll start seeing bigger numbers as you progress as a trader. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, if you just throw a bunch of money at a trade and you're lucky enough to be right, then yeah, you might get some money. But then you may do that again and then it doesn't go your way. Now you lost all your money. So, I mean, what's the point of that? You know, I'd rather you make 20 or $50 every trade, but you're learning how to actually trade and do well. And then the, when you have the capital or you're the confidence to finally take on a trade um, with a larger investment, now you can do that consistently rather mm-hmm. than one yes, one no, one yes, one no, one yes, no, one yep. no. So, and yeah. we've had some people that they might not even necessarily trade for a week or two, just get used to, you know, the lingo and the movement and the yeah. and setups. And we've seen some of these newbies after a couple of weeks, they're making profitable trades. Well, even if it, like Marlo said, 20, 50, 80 bucks, mm-hmm. they're learning, they're imp- implementing the knowledge. It's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. The fact is that eventually they'll be able to use what they're, what they're learning um, on a larger scale. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, I wish we had, like, when me oh, and Marla yeah. Bochis first started, I wish we had somebody to teach us how to make 50, 80 bucks our first trades. I was yeah. seeing red, red, red. Yeah. So it's like, we were lucky to have. Know, I, hope these, I hope our members aren't getting discouraged about, yeah. you know, $20 here, $30 there. It's like, mm mm. We were seeing red. So yeah. I didn't even know what the color green looked like yeah. at one point. For yeah. month, I think there was a point in time where we went maybe a month or two. Red. Didn't see green. Yep, did not see like, green. 
uh, upon entering a trade, let alone <laughs> closing a trade. Upon entering trade, we would just see red. And again, I'm not. I don't. I don't think most other traders or um, even groups would tell you this or be so for like, like just honest with you. you. The honest truth about how they either traded or do trade. But the fact is that at one point we did see just red. <laughs> and, I, and again, but that's because we had no one to teach us, no one to tell us anything. We were literally learning on our own. And we're learning, learning from the wrong people. That too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, learning from the wrong people and taking information from um, sources that you shouldn't necessarily trust, like Twitter, for example. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Not, not always the best place to get your answers. Stock tweets. Or, yeah. yeah. They're, just, they're just not areas yeah, in which you should look for. Um, key areas of information yeah why do you want your information from some t100 guy who's gonna say yeah uh, roku long to a thousand like this yeah. doesn't make any sense um i think we we're fortunate enough the fact that we at least had each other to sort of bounce ideas off of and that's another thing that i think our community is helps in is the fact that they can ask hey what about this or what do you think about this mm-hmm. they can ask questions about what they're seeing and whether we see it as well and we had we didn't know that you know mm-hmm. and i think one thing that's good about our group too is we're very uplifting and we try we hammer down the point not to compare you know your trades to someone else's and i think that's really important as a newbie because you might see you know kyle making a couple thousand on a trade or milo making a couple hundred on his trade or whoever's making money on the trade it doesn't matter as long as you're making good trades you know why you got into that trade you're sticking to the plan that's what's important yeah, and that's what we strive for our members and yeah it doesn't like it's we said to lose sight of it's a big picture yeah, yeah. a perspective you know the fact that yeah maybe you only made 50 dollars but you made a good trade mm-hmm. now when you make this same trade with a larger position or take on a, a full position you'll make 500 mm-hmm. um, right. but the fact that you made 50 dollars with one contract yeah. or two contracts is a win yeah oh and again win. we had us as when we first started <laughs> we're not aware of that we yeah. were literally traded contract three contracts see 70 80 dollars and we'd be like yo we we got to get more yeah oh yeah out a way yeah. to yeah. get more we don't know how but we've got to figure out a way mm-hmm. we yeah gotta do something and what did that end up making um it's just throwing un- money unprofitable at trades. trades yeah, yeah it was, we would get into something with hope playing earnings yeah, that's playing, what i was about to say playing earnings that's, worst thing you can do may, that might be the best advice um the, no description of the fact of someone who is looking to get more than what they actually should be getting because mm-hmm. um, getting $80 from an a-, a-, a good AMD trade is a good on one contract yeah it's that's a fantastic a, we, trade honestly we used to get 100 200% um, on AMD trades with they would cost 30 to 50 cents each contract mm-hmm. and would quickly flip that into 150% at the time we would only see these $100 for a whole day or a whole trade and we'd be a bit discouraged because we had no one to tell us that, hey, you are making 100, 150%. Yeah. Now, when you throw 20 contracts at this, this is a crazy trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think it's important not to lose sight of perspective. Yeah. Um, and then once you start losing sight, you go for crazy gambling plays like earnings. You know, you start thinking, hmm, if, S-Bucks, if Starbucks does well, it's going to move $20. Let me go put $600 um, mm-hmm. into this trade. And then I'm gonna lose it all because I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's stay off Twitter when yeah. you're first starting to trade right, because yeah. there's no no one there is gonna tell you a win's a win, and you know you're gonna see all these quote unquote gurus yeah. talk about you know 
if you would have held with me when I called it out, 500%, you, you're going to get... Yeah. You know. I think anyone, if you see anyone who is claiming to turn uh, $500 into 60000 or $1,000 into a $1 million, I'm going to give you... Yeah, for, for, for one, run. It's, but I'm going to give you the... Especially go. when they say like in a month or yeah. in a week. They said they made the 5K to 500000 challenge. Oh, my God. Bro, run. <laughs> get you, out of there. Get who? Unfollow and block. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you the honest truth. If that was true, we would have some hedge fund or institutional uh, fund or someone in finance go look for this guy and get him. Yeah. Let's not act like these people, if it was real, they would get recruited by these funds to go then be a trader or be a partner in that firm. Yeah. Why is this guy still trading on Twitter? Because he likes to? It's not not the fact that... Right, right. Again, if I sat here and told you I turned $1,000 into $10 In two months, why am I sitting here? Right. You don't think uh, I'll be on vacation. You don't think Warren Buffett would be a bit interested into what I'm doing? You don't think there'd be a, a oh, let alone that? You don't think there'd be an article about me? Right. You right. know. Yeah. This doesn't make it's any fishy. sense. You would be on CNN in the morning. Yeah, and even before and the again, premium, I'm not gonna say everyone who is on CNN, even then, even then they could still be fooled. Yeah. But the fact that you're claiming these huge numbers, but no one knows about you. Yeah. And you're still trading on Twitter. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. You know, at you all. did again to turn five k into five hundred in two months. To yeah, oh, see, that's that's my thing. Could you turn five k into uh, into five hundred k? Yes, I think you could. Yes, but two months. Yeah, two get months. Get out of here. You probably have Come to hit on. like an Ernie's play every single right. Every you would have day. to hit <laughs> ten lottos a week. Yeah, like, you would have to hit. You know, and the there lotos, aren't even ten lottos that exist. You know, the, the lottos boches every week. Yep, you would have to hit that on the mark every week. And go full size. Yep. Now, if you did that, I believe you. I but don't, I, I don't know. Hey, you know, what, to, what do we know, huh? You know, Praise to Bojis. I don't know how he yeah. does these lottos, but he's spot on with a lot of them. And even then, I can't see someone recreating this um, on a consistent basis yeah. every time No perfectly. way. Yeah. Because no even, even us after the fact, when we do these things, we think, oh, we see that. Oh, you know what? We could have held a bit longer. Yep. We, maybe we should have right. sold a bit yep. earlier, something like that. So the fact that you're claiming that you're hitting these huge numbers in this short period of time. I know I saw, I think it was someone from, I don't know if it was Japan or China, someone in that uh, region who turned, I think it was 100,000 to like uh, a few million Mm -hmm. over 10 years. There you go. Now that I believe. Yeah. That makes sense. Definitely believe. You can do that. You can turn some amount of capital over a period of time. It's just, I mean, that's how money works, right? We're obviously investing. But if you're claiming in a, a week, five week challenge, that's just not happening. It's just absolute nonsense. Yeah. Absolute nonsense. And so it's it's pay- honestly toxic for new traders. Yeah. Honestly. That's so true. Because then you get into your own head that if this guy is turning 5K into 25K in five weeks, mm-hmm. how am I not turning my 5K into 25K? And, and that's how they get you. get discouraged. Because then again, you pay for their service and you pay for their watch list and that, that watch list the, doesn't do shit. That's the yeah. worst thing. Excuse my language. But. Not to mention not even help you with anything about why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, he or she, they're not explaining to you why are they in this trade. And why did it take this one? And then to then claim to have these huge positions with no open interest. <laughs> if you claim oh, that yeah. you have a thousand <laughs> or ten thousand contracts, right? At and two I pull cents, up your <laughs> and then I go look at this stock that no one trades, right? Let's say, give me uh, AIG or I don't know, some yeah, random some, insurance you know, stock, AMAT or something, yeah, Pru- Prudential. Know. Yeah, okay, there we go. If you're telling me that you're trading Prudential, right? Pru, 
and you have the and right you're doing a lotto right or even at the money you there are 10 sets of contract and you have a thousand contracts cool then you're saying oh now that i'm a downsize another five thousand contracts yeah. at eight cents yeah and i can downsize again and I, then i go look at the open interest and there are 10 contracts <laughs> <laughs> something fishy's going on yeah I can't, something's man. going on yeah i and i get it for someone who's not aware mm-hmm. of the fact that the open interest is an important factor and you buying these contracts i get it and again that's where like, i don't that's know that's where they make their sales i don't know where if, yeah i think you said that that's how you get the newbies mm-hmm. you're unaware of the fact that you see wow he had ten thousand contracts at three cents i can afford that that's not much that's three grand whatever that yeah. is you know I, I can do that and then if i'm right i Turn three grand into ten grand. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's how easy. he does his run. That's that's how you that's do how these it challenges. Works. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> easy. Yeah, but for someone who is aware and is not trying to scam anyone, it's giving you the reality of the situation of a trade. Mm-hmm. If you see twelve open interests, <laughs> and you're telling me you have ten thousand contracts, come on, come on. And again, guys, be aware that a lot of these people on Twitter. It's one big, for lack of a better term, it's one big, like, session, if you will. Okay? <laughs> so these guys are going to shout each other it's out. It's a circle jerk. Make, exa- all right, so I didn't want to say it, nah, but, you know. Let's be real about it. It's yeah. one big circle jerk. So, so they're all, so, I mean, for example, Bochis is the best trader. John, Kaigas are all so good. I'm so good. Look, we're all the best yep. traders, man. I've never seen someone do the greatest trade. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Promote each other. And they all benefit from that. Yeah. But no one's going to give you the re- the reality of, oh, you know what? This trader is doing something a little fishy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this guy's doing. It doesn't seem too right. You know? They're not going to say that. They're just going to... Oh, he's, he, he posts the best quotes I've ever seen. That's that's what he does on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I There are hundreds of quote-unquote gurus on Twitter. I probably... I, don't, I wouldn't even say trust, but I watch the opinion of like two. Same. And the that funny one. thing, and those like one or two guys are the ones that aren't shouting no one else. Yeah, out. they don't shout anyone out. They don't out. shout they don't, anyone yeah, out. They're yeah. not claiming to turn um, a hundred grand into a billion dollars yeah. in two weeks. It's exactly. all strictly yeah. setups, yeah. numbers, setups. It's that easy. Here's yeah. this from the actual market, and then actual setups. Here's what I'm seeing. Thank you. And it's none of that other crap. thing about the fact that these dudes will say, um, "Enter this trade at this time." Or enter the trade at this point, and then this happened, and that happened, and then you go check the chart. It's not enough. Yeah, like how you—that's impossible. You couldn't have bought that at that price. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. not to mention it didn't go that way. (laughs) What are you saying, bro? For someone who's just watching on Twitter, I get it. Because we've been there. Yeah, we've been there. When we first started, we're looking for for information. We're looking for people to trust. We're people to like at least somewhat guide us. We didn't get that. Mm -hmm. Instead, we watched these dudes who were. Obviously, frauds in some form or fashion. Yeah. And then learn very quickly that, you know what? We're looking to the wrong place for information. Mm-hmm. And we're never going to actually get anything from them. Yeah. So why not do trust ourselves, do our own research, and then just learn from ourselves? Yep. Forget everyone else. Forget what everyone else is t- telling you. Because we learned very quickly the fact that they're only in it for their own self-interest. Yep. And I think that's the beauty behind the ultra instinct trading group is we know that this kind of marketing is what sells that fraudulent that crazy return double your money yeah. we know that sells but we that's not us we you know like you said my just said it their interest is themselves 
our interest is the betterment of our members, mm-hmm. education, learning. Learning is our is our goal. Yeah, you want to sustain being able to trade because this is a skill you can use for literally the rest of your life. Yep. If I teach you how to do 5K to 200K in a month, you're not going to sustain yeah. that. Not to mention, um, the stock market isn't going anywhere. And if it did, we've got much bigger issues <laughs> than, than trading. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If the stock market goes somewhere, then you guys, <laughs> something else is going on. The yeah. world is probably ending. Yeah, because I'm telling you, there's too much money in the stock market for this to disappear. Yeah. Oh yeah. Institutions, um, the government, and the private sector will never let that happen. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if that does happen, then our country's probably blown up. Yeah. Or the world is over. Yeah. It's, it's. I find it funny when people tell me that, like, well, the stock market is dangerous. It's risky, and this and that. Like, what if it crashes? What if it does that? Then I was like, honestly, if that happens, like, exactly like you said, then the last of my worries is the stock market. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> when since when has the stock market been open? 1800s, 1700s, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know many of the businesses that. that have been open from since the 1800s or whenever it was open. I know it's been a long pretty time. Pretty sure late 1700s. I just yeah. know it's been 200 years, something yeah. like that. It's been a long time. I don't know too many businesses that have been open that long. There's too much money in it. Too so, much money. The fact that you're saying it's so risky, I don't see any risk. I see it's risky not to invest. I see it's risky, risky not to be aware of what's going on. You know exactly. what's risky? Going to a job with no plan. Yeah. That can fire you exactly. on the spot. That's risky. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're seeing in the moment what's going on with the world. And a lot of these businesses now are going out of business because of what's going on. And what's still here? And what's still here? <laughs> the market. The market. It's not going anywhere. Up or down, crash or bull, doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's going to be here. So um, the fact that anyone would tell you that it's risky or... Um, it's not worth it or it's not worth your time. It just doesn't make any sense to me. If mm-hmm. anything, it's probably one of the only things in life that is worth it to know how to invest. Yep. Um, not not just trading. Obviously, we're traders and we love to trade, yeah. but in general, just know how to um, use your money and um, financial independence yeah. and know how to invest. Because if not, you leave it up to some 401k or you leave it up to some mutual fund that's going to give you what five six percent a year mm-hmm. and, and even that where's that going to the market still the market is <laughs> yeah. still going to you, the, the exactly. same thing that you are now shitting on is <laughs> going yeah. there yeah it's so like your, you're telling your retirement me, your whole life is yeah. the same Based on, like, yeah. the fact that now you oh it's risky so where are you putting your 401k where you think that just keep it under your bed or what it yeah. doesn't make any sense man like yeah. it's you think going they're holding so, it for you in the bank yeah then it's not it's not a saving they're not putting a savings account for point zero six or point a one percent no they're putting it in the market yeah all your money any money that you're not touching is if it's not in your savings account it's in the market it's in the market yep. it's that simple where, where are every like all these rich people's money at where was a good portion of their money at sitting in the market yeah you, yeah, you real estate or the market you're in one yeah. some type of market you yeah. know, the real estate market <laughs> or the stock market yeah it's that simple yeah um if you not you, forex yeah either. and, and <laughs> again i don't know i don't know too many <laughs> I don't know too many rich people who are just sitting on um just cash million dollars of cash. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like that's just not a reality of the situation. Yeah. Like these rich people are rich for a reason. They're smart. They know that okay, there's no point of me just having a hundred mil sitting around. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like let me go put it to use. Let your money and, work. Yeah, let me put yeah. it to use in a real estate, yeah. in a business, the stock market. You're gonna put it to use in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna just sit on it. Um yeah. unless you're Warren Buffett who has a hundred billion yeah sure you have that option yeah you have that um that luxury but most rich people are putting the, the money to work 
So and just did. one quick point I want to bring to the, uh, to this is uh, like a lot of athletes or rappers or artists go broke for that reason. Why? Because yeah. they're always sitting on cash, mm-hmm. flexing their money, and then where are they at? Like in five years, broke. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good point because they don't. Again, at least I know, and then I think from at least from where I grew up, I mean, we don't really are taught what to do with money. Mm-hmm. You know, because yes. not many people have it. My background <laughs> have money. So I'm now learning, or I'm the one who has to learn about how to use your money. Yeah. And this, these athletes, a lot of them are in the same position where they come from a background where they don't get that type of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so when they have that money... Well, the only, they're taught to buy. Yeah, the only thing they know yeah. how to do with it is buy it. Flex yeah. and buy they things they know how to buy a car, buy a house, buy clothes, this and that. Mm-hmm. But no one's ever taught them about, oh, I have to invest or put it somewhere. Yep. Um, and again, trust and trusting the right person to tell you what to do with your money is important. Yeah, you right. Know? I mean, I remember seeing an interview too, like when this whole pandemic thing started, how um, they interviewed CJ McCollum and he said he knows a lot of players in the league that are scared right now because they are so used to living check by check. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they don't have money invested or saved up. So when something like this does happen, yeah, they're just they're, only the smart ones do, yeah, and yeah. you know who the smart players are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, LeBron, Tom yeah. Brady, like you, yeah. you, you can think, okay, this guy invests his money. Yeah. This, you know, they're gonna be just fine. Like you know who the dumb ones are too. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just overall important to to understand what you're doing and who you're listening to, um, to bring it back to to our own community. The nice thing is that. Um, we try to encourage our uh, community to stay positive, and even if they take a loss, it's part of the game. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of the, these uh, gurus will act like they never took a loss, or they'll act like they took a million dollar loss. Yeah, um, I know we've all seen it where they, yeah. when some, tr- if any, tr- <laughs> Man, <laughs> gotta go down this rabbit hole again. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, Look, literally- if any trader on Twitter or any guru, any, if they're claiming that they just lost. Fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars, and shrugs it off. What are they doing? What are you doing? Do you know what it would take for you to lose five hundred grand in trade? No, no, literally. You either lost your entire capital investment, yeah, or you have ten million dollars. That yeah, it just why makes you yeah. question like, is that even real money that they're using? And yeah, be that, okay with losing. I would not be. I'm not even okay losing five hundred dollars. Yeah, like, again, look. <laughs> As a trader, you have to be aware of the fact that you will be taking a loss. Right. Oh, it's yeah. just yeah. part of it. Again, we've all gone through this. If you're not willing to go through that point, I mean, obviously, we kind of help our you know community with that and try not try to lessen that curve and that loss. But even then, you still will take a loss. Yep. But the fact that you are now somewhat even, how do I say this? You're boasting about the fact that, oh, yeah, I lost 100 grand. That's nothing. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, none of us like to lose money, but we accept the fact that we will at some point. Yeah, yeah. You know, we. But again, no, I don't. I haven't met anyone who likes to. Yeah. You know, and that Bochy brings up. He, we don't like to lose money. You know, we don't. I don't like to lose a hundred dollars or four hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. Yeah, you might have a day where it tanks quickly on yeah. you, or goes the other way quickly on you. News drops. And yeah, and so, you know what? You do take a thousand dollars or yeah. whatever. But you know what? Shit happens part of the game it is part of the game but we're not Get back out up. here saying oh, a thousand pff, nothing to me nah. it's never like we you know I've, 
again, the fact that us, I think we've all lost a few hundreds, if not thousands of dollars at some point in a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never heard from any of you that, yeah, I just lost a thousand in school. That's why. Never. So never. the fact that anyone on Twitter would be claiming to lose 50K, 100K, 200K. What are you And doing? shrug it off. First of all, how do you get to that point? That's yeah. terrible risk management. Yeah. Right. And what? The I, only way that's... And first... <laughs> Jesus. So if you have a margin account, first of all, that margin call is coming quick, very fast, quickly. and in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> first Trust of me, all. it's not getting there. Yeah. So any... If you have a margin... Keep Even going, I don't care how I don't care how big your margin. I know account where you're is. going. Yeah, it, it it's just it doesn't. <laughs> they're get there. they're shutting down your account. Yeah, look, like, if you're claiming that you're losing 100k, right? You probably have a margin account. You know, unless your cash account, which cool. But most people with, if you're claiming to lose so much so much money, you're probably on portfolio margin, mm-hmm. um, or on trading margin. So if you have that type of capital, um, and you're using this margin account, you're not going to lose that much. They no. won't allow it. Yeah, it doesn't work no that way. way. But for someone who's unaware of the fact that that's how it works, and yeah, they'll go, "Oh, wow, lost 100k. Must be a good jillionaire. He must have so much <laughs> yeah, money." Yeah, that's that's the mentality <laughs> but, and, they're banking on. Yeah, but of. that's again, it's all about it's all psychological. Yep. They know by you saying or by them saying this, you are then gonna think this. Well, they can afford to lose that much. Yeah. I want to be able to afford. Yeah. you know what I mean. And no, and for one, is as simple as this. Risk management. Yep. Why would you follow or listen to anyone who says they got a hundred grand loss? How? Let me break something down <laughs> to you. In no point have I ever been worried <laughs> of taking a ten thousand dollar loss. Yeah, never. It's just not going to get there. Yeah. It's impossible. There's, the market would have to crash in thirty seconds. Yeah. And if that happens, then fuck. I mean, it happens, but I haven't seen that. <laughs> No, so never. anyone claiming for this to really be um, their situation that they're losing so much I was just really <laughs> disappointing that they claim these things and then newbies would get um, they start having ideas about this person or this trader and then feel like they're on top of the world yeah no I, pro- I promise I kid you not like literally this week I was, I was looking on Twitter and I saw this one guy I don't know his, his Twitter handle but he literally had a picture of like his profit. Say for example, it was like you know one hundred fifty thousand or two hundred thousand. This fool forgot to crop out the bottom portion of it, so it showed a Netflix loss of like two hundred forty-seven thousand. I seen that picture. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. He forgot to crop out the the loss on the bottom. Two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, I saw so that. So I and again in the <laughs> unlikely event that they are using a cash account, why would you be okay with losing that much in your cash That's account I, that doesn't replenish? It just doesn't make any sense. It, Look, so any good trader could tell you that. Practicing good risk management, you wouldn't get to that point. Nope. It's very simple. I don't care how frozen you are at the screen. Again, matter. we freeze up sometimes and you're taking a loss and you don't get out right when you should. It but you sense. get out. You get out though. You don't watch your money burn. Right. It just doesn't work that way. Nope. So it goes both ways. Whether they're acting like they've made this challenge from 10 to a million dollars <laughs> in two weeks or they've lost 100K on some lotto. You should start looking at it a little sideways. That, yeah. You know what? That's not making a lot of sense. Um, how are you losing that much money? How do you even get to that point? Yeah. <laughs> how how you how did you make that much that much money for yeah. that reason or for that for that matter? How did you get there? There's no way they can spin this in a positive light yes. because maybe okay, let's say they're well. You don't know. I played earnings. Why are you playing earnings? 
you That's need to run for the hills in that scenario because yeah. you're teaching you how to play earnings and you shouldn't be playing earnings. That's what I'm saying. So there's no <laughs> way you can spin this to yeah. make it make sense. There's no, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there's nothing else that bothers me more than exactly what you guys said. How people are just so cool with taking a big loss or saying I'm, or like admitting the fact that they never lost in their life that they always yeah. been profitable. That's I, I never found a actually trade that I know that makes great money from the market that said oh I never been um, I never lost that's I'm a good point too because that's of, not true a lot of them act like they just never lose yeah they are li- and the thing is and that's what I, to go back to that thing where I, they'll say they got in here and then got out here and like the chart doesn't add up yeah. that's impossible it goes back to that that they want to keep up that winning streak mm-hmm. and that um, 100% uh, strategy type mentality so they can't admit or tell you that you know what I was wrong or I took a loss so they're just gonna act like ah it went and you know well. what it is they're talking to like their fan they're they're treating these people like a fan base Pretty it's much. not you know it's not potential people that they're gonna help make money nope. it's a fan base they're treating their fan base like it's the guys and they're talking about their Vegas trip yeah oh yeah dude 100 straight wins on blackjack like that's, true. that's how yeah. they're talking that about is, the stock yeah. market yeah how does that make sense it just like yeah I, I don't get it you gotta Again, you gotta start looking sideways at some of these people and what they're claiming to be to be doing very quickly when they start talking about they never take a loss. I take a loss. I mean, we all almost talk every real, week. We, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, I, yeah. I think it's. I think it is possible not to take a loss within the time span of a week, a month, maybe. Um, but the fact that you say you've never taken a loss, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that billion dollar hedge funds who run algorithms um, <laughs> and react faster than any human brain can possibly do, you're telling me they can take a loss, but you, no, you're yeah, just you're... perfect in your trading. Oh, you God. never, t- it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If I ever come across someone that tells me that, I'll be like, I just stopped there, bro. Yeah. I don't even got to talk to you anymore. Yeah, that's honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm glad yeah, you're yeah, making yeah. that much money, man. Yeah. That's just not the way it Tell works. kindness. And again, I, I think that's why you have to, I know we preach the fact that you have to be in this for the right reasons mm-hmm. you know and for usually people who are in it for the wrong reasons are more so attracted to those type of people yep. who are literally just throwing numbers out there claiming this claiming that and then someone like uh, or people like us who are being re- real about the situation and real about what's going on and are going to give you the the facts of how to be a trader and are trying to going to try to make you understand that it is difficult mm-hmm. and it's a long road but that eventually um, you can pick it up or you can do it if you really put the time and effort into it, but most people don't want to hear that. Yeah. So, what it's funny to me, but frustrates me a lot, is seeing like all these guys be like again flexing their trades or whatever. Then they don't end up making sense or claiming that they make this amount of money or just showing like all the stuff they have. I'm like, I honestly, man, I know that you don't get that money from the market. I know you're getting that money from manipulating people yeah. to get to buy your stuff just because you're tricking them into That's like a very good point. showing how yeah. like there's this video. Remember that video? What was it a year ago when the guy was like flexing his I don't know what car and in the oh, background you hear his I think mom. It was the, the Benz. Yeah. You hear yeah. his mom saying, hey, your dad's your, car. Weird, what are you doing in your dad's car or something like yeah. that? When he's over here flexing like to you, I made this money because of trading this yeah. and that. Like, I, come on now. I know, now that I remember that story, <laughs> he literally was saying. <laughs> just made ten thousand dollars in the morning. Um, gonna go out for like uh, a breakfast or something like that, or gonna go hop in my my new car that I just bought, something like that. Gets his keys, and you literally hear his mom say, uh, "Where are your dad's keys?" Yeah. <laughs> and then for, I don't know if he forgot to hit stop recording, but he literally says, "Oh, I got them." 
and then yeah, so somebody still posted that again, probably unaware. He probably didn't rewatch it. He's probably done it a million times. I feel like he was IG living or something. Had to be because you can hear him yeah. from the background on the yeah. background noise. Yeah, but point is, is that again, and not just him, but most people who are in this and flex all these uh, materialistic items, they know that's what attracts you. Mm-hmm. Um, what doesn't attract you, or what doesn't attract most people, is the fact that. They have to read this book or they have to um, take this course or do this right. or do that mm-hmm. or actually lose thousands first. Yep. Um, that's not going to attract anyone. Nope. It's just the reality situation. I mean, I get it. But at least they're being real about how they got to where they got to. Yeah. But most people prey on um, the the materialistic side of the things and they'll just flex all these things and then none of it's actually theirs. Or like what you said, they don't get it from the market. They get it from newbies who have no idea and just believe them. That they made a million dollars yesterday, and that's how they get all the money. It's like these gurus forget that taxes exist or something. That too, yeah. Like, come on. How's it? Yeah, whatever. You know, I. Uh, we'll get migraines trying to figure I mean, these guys out. Yeah, I mean, there's not much you can say to people that just can't change their mind on things like that. And they're like, oh, Lamborghini. Okay, let me let me follow this guy. And there are some people out there that do make money and yeah. are. Made money from the market to get them to that point. Yeah, but the stock little, market can definitely yeah. do that for you, but you but, know, yeah, like I mean, most of these guys you can tell which are the phony, you know. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you just gotta just do a little research. That's yeah, all, that's, that's all we're saying. Just don't automatically see something and then go, "That's got to be real," and let me go follow that person. Do a little, like watch what they're saying. Mm-hmm. If they're saying they did this trade, go to that day and see what happened. See if it matches. Yep. Because again, yeah. lot, like Kyle said, they literally talk about it like they're their buddies in Vegas. Like, yeah, I just made a, a million dollars on that spy trade. Um, flew twenty dollars. You go look at it and <laughs> didn't do like anything. a dollar. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So. And again, we're saying this because it's not because it's just our opinion. We've seen this stuff for ourselves. We've yep. gone through all this. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. It's not, we're not going to make something up nah. just to try and like influence y'all. But no, we, we know this. These are like, these are facts. Especially yeah. now. Cause we see the back end of what goes on with these orders and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. These guys are not placing these orders. You no, know? It's, it's institutions, hedge funds, banks, you know, it's not these idiots on Twitter. Nah. It's not. So, uh, you know, it's just crazy to me that they claim that they're making these hedge fund numbers yeah. and making these hedge fund orders or making these, because you can make block trades, but you can't, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. A block yeah, trade is exactly. a, a block trade. You're essentially buying it off an exchange. Yep. You don't have access to that. Nope. You just don't. It's not, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it doesn't, you're buying just from a normal market as a rigid trader, like the rest of us. Yeah. You're not some institution. You're not some dark pool. Invest- you're not these big, these big funds. So you're not making block trades. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Ex- it doesn't exist. Nope. You're, you don't have access to that type of market. <laughs> yeah. It's not for you. Don't have a bit to have access to that. You'd probably need a billion dollars. Some of the guys think that the market. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. it's like they forget that th- these like SEC rules and stuff. It's yeah, like it's, they could just say whatever, and people on Twitter believe it. Yeah. It's like you. You don't even. You don't have access to the big boy table. You're no, not. You don't. Again, you need certain whether it's a license or an is the there's certain things you need. Yeah. to have access to it. Why am I going to claim to you that I can go buy, um, be in a dark pool and buy a billion dollars worth of spy at two seventy? I can't do that. It's not. It's not realistic. But some users will do that. And I think Kyle made it. I think he brought it up to us a, a while ago. 
um that one uh, what was it where they had a what's that thing called when they a split in the stock oh reverse split oh, reverse split the, yeah nugget the yeah nugget, but not well yeah with it was nugget. like a different it happened ETF. with nugget but yeah. it happened with a different etf remember mm-hmm. a while ago oh with that guy that promoted the million oh was it million? yeah, yeah that, that one, that one, that one million dollar trade you got a reverse split on the stock and then the next day he said guys this has to be the best shit I've ever made. Yeah, I, I just made a million dollars. Wait, and and so the way he says it, this has to be the best. You made one point, made quote unquote one point three million dollars. It's it's debatable that that's the best trade you've ever made. Like, get, uh, get. <laughs> this might be my best trade. Yeah, this know? might. Let me it's let like, me go look at my records. It's like, like what? And I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I had nugget. Before the reverse split, yeah. a lot of it too. I'm not, and I, you didn't see me going out there saying, "Oh, look!" I could yeah. easily lie to so many mm-hmm. of yeah. people and be well, like, unaware. Like, oh my god, I had Nugget at six dollars, and now it's at what seventy, eighty. Yeah. But so many shares I had, I could easily been like, "Look, put it on Yahoo Finance," <laughs> and be like, "Look, I just made a million dollars or five hundred thousand dollars, whatever it would have yeah. been." But no, I was like, I was like, no, it was just a reverse split. It's the same thing. Yeah. It just doesn't do anything. Value In more fact, or less the more shares you have, most of the time you end up losing yeah. money. Yeah. So, like, you know. But that's essentially what that guy did. Yeah, unbelievable. And for people who aren't aware and don't eat it up. know how it works, and, like, and the, oh man, the f- fact that people were backing him up, oh, saying, like, yeah, <laughs> the, pa- the fact that in the comments they were saying, oh. "You don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. He did this." Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> yeah. you have, are you on a trading account? Keyboard warriors. Yeah, like you're really gonna believe a Yahoo where you can plug in numbers? <laughs> like, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, it's. Again, P- people are way more interested in others than making a change in themselves. <laughs> they're, they're too focused on looking at other people's profits or other people's trades. Yeah, they it's, don't make you know yeah, put that honest. energy in yourself. It, it's just hard to find honest people nowadays. To yeah, because I think it's very easy at this point in time to sit behind a keyboard or sit behind like a computer and just claim all this and that and deceive people into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like one example too that I really liked. And I didn't tell Marlo, but Marlo this week too, he, he played a great trade. I think it was Liv, but he still ended up losing only oh, yeah. because of TOS messed him up. Mm-hmm. He could have easily told our members or even us, like, hey, guys, because he called it out yeah. when he got in. That's when he told us, like, oh, this didn't go my way. We were like, what the heck? That's weird. But he showed us. He he came. He told everyone. He's like, look, guys, I've gotten this trade. If you took it, great. I hope you guys had better luck. Just have yeah. The platform itself messed me up, and yeah. he told us. And it happened on Lyft and um, Square. Square on yeah. both, both I was profitable on. Um, I tried to take, I tried to close my position, um, didn't work the first time. Tried it again. I was able to the second time, but for whatever reason, I closed at a loss. Even though on my screen showed it was green. Same thing with Square. I was up a certain amount, but then when I closed it, I was only up like a sm- at a small profit. And again, it was literally just because of TOS. I could have easily just lied to you guys and the members saying, oh, yeah, just this and that. But exactly. Again, he was just honest. Yeah, it happens. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he could happens. have easily lied to us and the trade was there for us to see that. Oh, yeah, he did make money because yeah. he did. Yeah. He, he could have done us. that thing where it's <laughs> like, bought here, sold here. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Perfect and I, day. And I showed everyone. Mm-hmm. And I showed you guys that's what happened. It's like, I just don't see the, I'm, I, I guess I do see the benefit of lying. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, everyone did. But as someone who's, and I think we're all this way, as someone who's honest, I don't see the benefit of me lying to you. Yeah. Because then the, the second you find out, I lose your trust. Exactly. And then you're just not going to believe anything I say, yeah. whether I am telling the truth. Yeah. So I'd rather be forthright the fact that this happened. Hey, took the loss. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got, I just think it's 
easier to own up to what you've done rather yeah. than act like oh yeah like again i sold here bought here this doesn't yeah, I don't yeah. Know. being being trustworthy and genuine is very important to all of us so i know that we hold that to heart and it's not something we play around with so yeah again it goes back to where your heart is at when you start uh trading like educational service or whatever it is are you in it to make more money for yourself or are you in it to help other people wake up and make money exactly. and i think we can all say we want other people to get on this too because yeah. it's like everyone why, eats yeah why again somebody else being a profitable trader does not take away from no. me so it's like why not teach more people to be and their own i don't think more, many people know that you coming into the market actually helps the market and helps me because it adds liquidity to the market. Mm-hmm. And it also betters us as traders because that too. You know, we're learning through our members and we're getting better for them and exactly. for ourselves. That's true. And like, we're enhancing, you know, both person people's yeah. lives. I mean, one thing I enjoyed seeing this week as well was um, one of our members showed out he took a little loss. It was yeah. a really tiny loss, but he still showed like I took a loss, guys. I'm not tripping. I'll come back and then everyone in the chat not, not besides us was just like, "Yeah, man, don't worry. You got this." Like, you know. Yeah. Not to mention on the day that I think everyone made money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on the day that everyone was green, this guy had the um, the courage. The just courage like, to yeah. just say, you know what, I took L today. Yeah. Even though there's, I so- mean, even if it was a small L, yeah, I wish even I if taking L is that small. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> but you know, because the fact that you can always look at it that oh wow, everyone made money today. There's so many moves. Mm-hmm. I myself didn't catch any of them, and I took a loss. It was a good, good. Stock too. It was a stock that was in play. It was a stock it that was, was in play. You know, yeah. probably just got a bad feel. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. that's probably what it was. Probably bad feel. Yeah. Um, again, but he had the courage to just go. You know what? I took a L. Didn't get anything today. Happens. Mm-hmm. And but most people won't do that. Most yeah. people instead would be would say, "Damn, play Tessa today, easy bagger." Right. And yep. then you'll look go look at Tessa, and we did see what it did, and it shot up. And mm-hmm. we're, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's more complicated mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. But it's more exactly. It's more. It's not that easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's easy, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If it's easy, and on Twitter, apparently everyone's doing it. So what does that tell you? That, yeah. They're lying. Don't be yeah. a sheep, people. So. Yeah. Yeah. And and I get it. It's easy to be fooled by these guys. It really, really is. I get it because we were by you know Once a couple that. dudes and yeah when we first started yeah because when we first our started yeah. head was in the wrong place and you know we were looking for a quick buck but. We quickly realized, okay, this is this doesn't make any sense, you know. Yeah. So again, which is why it made us when we made this whole thing, we're like our number one thing is being always stay humbled and always be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because we've been through that stuff, we've been fooled, yep. and it's not a nice feeling, you know. It's not, especially when you're paying someone for something that yeah. you want to learn or take something valuable away from. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're you're <laughs> again. Let's not act like these. Um, some of these dudes are charging. Pretty penny, price, yeah. Right? Pretty penny, and the fact that if I'm not taking anything from it, yeah. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that you're lying to me the entire time. Yeah, exactly. You I, know, again, if I if we're both in a trade that we got in at the same fill mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. exited at the same time, or either I'm still in while you exited, and you're claiming that you're up a million percent. This and again, you know what? Let me be a little more accurate. If you're claiming to be up two thousand percent, and if I go look at my screen, I'm up forty percent. And again, forty percent is a great trade, but it's like you straight up just, just lie. Yeah, <laughs> For no why reason. not just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm up forty percent. That's a good trade, man. It's a fantastic 40, trade. Forty percent for a momentum trade. Forty percent at a for a, a three thousand dollar trade. That's a nice. 
That's a nice penny right nice there. Nice chunk of change. What are we talking about here? Yeah. Why are you lying to me telling me that you just made 2,000%? Yeah. It's stupid. Or even uh, even if you were to take a loss, just be honest with me. I got in at the same time with you. I got a loss. Don't say you made money, but how yeah. did I make a loss? At least tell me you lost. All right, we both lost. It's obvious. Yeah. Like, at least be honest with me. That, I, I wouldn't get mad about that. You got that. a good point because then <laughs> they'll say that they're up and then I'm at a loss. Yeah. yeah. How's that yeah. work? Yeah. We got the, it's the same contract. Same numbers, like it's it's man, it's frustrating. It's training a different stock market, another country, or something. Yeah, it's again, like, <laughs> and it's, again, you can actually go see these things. Like, I can go see the time and sales of stocks. I can yeah, go see where buy, and their are orders them. are nowhere to be found. Then you could go look at options. You can go see if they're they're there or not. It's not that like mm-hmm. for anyone who just puts a little bit of effort into yeah. actually trying to find out whether it's real or not, you'll quickly find it. But people who don't want to actually find it and are too lazy. I was just I believe him Yeah You know and again Bochis makes a good point About why We made this thing And Especially What we um, Are trying to keep in mind um, Since we Went through that We want to make sure To always be honest And then um, Transparent About our experiences In the market Past Present And future mm-hmm. Cause again Like I, I think I don't, I don't know too many traders That will tell you Yeah When I first started I lost thousands of dollars Yep they don't want to say that. They'd rather say, oh, yeah, I started. It was easy. Made 10 grand. Doing even better, even better, even better. Because they want you to essentially look up at them like, wow, how did you do this? I must listen to you. Yeah. yeah. And Instead of being transparent of the fact that, you know what? Lost a lot at the beginning. Um, making a little bit now. Um, eventually, I'll make, a, I'll make a lot. And I tell people straight up. A lot of people, you know, they're interested. I'm scared to lose. I've had three people I know personally join this week alone. And that fear dissipated after the, the first week. The first they weren't, day. Yeah, they, yeah, they weren't day. fearful anymore after they saw the power of options and the, the knowledge behind it. The, the capabilities that are, that you, you know, the options that, that are available when you're yeah. trading. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, since we've built a community that is built on honesty and positivity, it, it's made a lot, of, it's made it a lot easier for our members to sort of, um, how do you say it? it's like uh, come together mesh, yeah. or mesh yeah mesh and actually um, get comfortable with asking questions and taking on trades and I and not even just that but trusting us when we call something out mm-hmm. or say something because I mean if I'm gonna say this looks good this looks bad or so on and so forth um, I have to also know what I'm talking about for others to you know believe me yeah and I think we try to build that track record of hey if I said I'm in this and I got out of this and it was a green trade. You can clearly see what what happened. I can show you my like. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. You don't go back to the chart saying, "How'd you get calls?" But it shot ten dollars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. So, I mean, like what you said, we first built this knowing that these other types of damn okay. <laughs> Your phone. All right, it's good. It's good. Right. <laughs> we built this knowing what other people are offering and wanted to offer something just ten times better. And offer something that um, actually provides some value. Yeah. For the people, by the people. You know what I mean? Because what's the point of me just copying all the trades and I can never do it myself? Or learning nothing, I mean. Yeah, you'll get nothing out of it. It might seem fine and dandy if you're copying a trade and then you're making money, but if that person goes away, the service goes away, or you end up leaving, exactly, you don't take anything. Yeah. And I mean nothing out of being in that service and paying them you know, for their knowledge. That's what you're paying for. And not to mention, what if... What if that person's off their game? 
Or what if they're sick? What if they're gone for a day? Gone for a week? You won't know what to do. You're just sitting, you're sitting duck. Yeah. What's up? I mean, but at least if you've taken something from their, their, their service or what they've taught you, you can then go look at your own, go look at the market, make your own watch list or do your own thing. And actually, you know what? In the past, this is how, you can actually add things up, put things together yourself rather than just only rely on one person to tell you what to do mm-hmm. and have no other um, knowledge of what you're doing. Yeah. So, I guess the, I mean, hey, we're just going to call this stay off of Vintwit. Yeah. Stay off. Get Very toxic. Off, yeah. And they all have their own agenda. Yeah. And they all, again, and they all know each other. Yep. If, if not, don't be per- fooled. If yeah. Not personally, they know each other through social media. Yep. And they all, it's very again, just from watching, it's very clear that they all have their own little circle and they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If I call you out, you call me out. We both benefit. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter if I actually trade. <laughs> Some of these dudes actually seem like they don't actually ever make a trade. Yep. They're just posting quotes. <laughs> Or giving you a insight into what the market is doing, and yeah. what have we talked about this entire podcast? You don't give a an f yeah. about what's going on in the market. Yeah, being too focused on the fundamentals of what the overall market is doing as a as day, a trader, day trader is going to is that you your up. detriment? Yeah. So why do I care what Netflix numbers Netflix is posting? Exactly. I don't care. It again. Listening to the right information is very, very important. We all talk about how earnings doesn't make any sense. Uber posts a $3 billion loss and goes up. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about earnings, come to me. I'll show you what earnings gives you. Exactly. Yeah. And I had a lot of good, good check yeah, about profits. Yeah. But trust me, those losses aren't it's, worth it. Adds yeah. up. Again, not being too focused on the fundamentals or um, news. Listen to what the price is telling you. It's mm-hmm. that simple. So people are trying to give you an insight on what the overall market is doing as a day trader um, and aren't actually making trades because we do it for fun um, as a conversation. Mm-hmm. But that's all a lot of people are doing without actually trading, without having no, like, Kowski has any skin in the game. Yeah. How are you making all these calls with no skin in the game? And what do you have to lose? It means nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a, Beautiful. Man, beautiful. what a conversation. A little, I think it needed to be said. Yeah. yeah. The first thing new traders are going to do is try to go on Fintwit, and it's a cesspool of stupidity. And it makes sense. You want to, yeah. you're looking for something. Yeah. But, you know, Twitter is one of the only places you can get constant updates. So, what do yeah. you do? You follow some guy that you think looks good, and then they end up not giving you anything of value. So, on to the fun stuff now. Weekly predictions going into next week. Talk to me. Uh, slow earnings week, but what do you guys Very. like overall? Honestly, I'm just watching, mostly looking at what happened this last week. Yeah, beyond yeah. PayPal Square, Twilio, Twilio. Yeah, um, that's, that's pretty much it. The only yeah. the only earnings stock I probably pay attention to is Amat. Yeah, Amat. Yeah. Amat yeah. That's yeah. that. That's JD it. reports. JD. Oh, JD's Friday. a good one. Yeah, that's a decent one. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. I'm looking for what happened this week going into next week, yeah. rather than right. looking for new setups and stocks yeah. that are going to report because. It's most likely going to be dead. Yep. Yeah. And again, it goes back to finding what's in play and where the money's at. Right yeah. now, the money's still at what was reporting last week. Yeah, so right. So why go away from that just because it's a new week? Yep. You know? So again, I agree. I'll be watching most of the stuff that moved really well last week. Tesla, 
Roku, Twilio. You know yeah. where where Tesla, the money's yeah. at. I like you know. Yeah. Shop. I, I like Apple Beyond Nvidia. TTD. TTD. Yeah. So again, it's most of the stuff that moved really well last week, and and that'll be the focus. No need to overcomplicate this at all. You know. So. Any predictions? Yeah, I think Beyond might hit 145, 150 yeah. if it continues. I like that. Okay. I like that. That's my, I'll be my call out of the week. Okay. I think TDT breaks all-time high next week. Okay. Looking at the daily, it looks like it's trying to do that. Yeah. And I'm good. hoping the video makes that move. That calls to all-time high. Yeah. yeah. Two it's weeks at, we've been waiting it's for that. Yeah. Now, yeah. Which is, yeah. It's getting up there. So. I might finally get it. Um, I also like Tesla. It looks like Tesla wants to head towards that. 850, 900 area. It's trying to retest. Trying to pick up. So we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Even though Elon Musk tried to sabotage it, but it looks like it's <laughs> maybe that part of his plan. Yeah, it looks it like it's ignoring that. So. Yeah, it seems to. So I like a, I like Spotify. Spot. Feel like it'll, it'll make a good run this week. Okay. Looks pretty decent right now. Might, okay. Might test all time high, so we'll see. Yeah. Again, and that's another catalyst: is stocks approaching all time highs. That yeah. You know that's again it's not only earnings. There's a lot of the uh, lows, highs. Um, Those are big catalysts. Yeah. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. All time low, all time high. For someone who knows how the market works, like we do, we understand what these types of um, places in the stock and what it means relative to what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's rare that it doesn't. And when it doesn't, you just go away from it. But yep. Again, it comes with experience. So, uh, shop will be interesting this week. They had some bad news towards the end of the week giving up an offering oh, yeah. basically meaning that they need more money yeah um so which is weird because shop's an online based also price commerce yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. that's weird so it'll be interesting to see if it just dies off now yeah. gets it's you know gets out of the 700s gets out of the 600s or if it tries for all-time high again we'll see so i'll be watching that if again if it's in play if the money's still there yeah so there's some interesting stuff next week i think i think last week really set us up well so yeah yeah i like paypal square that's mm-hmm. about it uh, I think both they both keep going up, um, but if no one else has anything else to say, we start closing up. Yeah, yeah. close up shop, man. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ultra Way. Um, I know we went into a lot of topics. Uh, <laughs> we got riled up about a few, yeah. but overall, in my opinion, a fun episode. Um, we thank you guys for your continued support. Any questions, comments, do let us know. Um, either in the chat for our subscribers or our, our IG or Twitter. Um, please leave a review on the Apple podcast and then make sure to check our IG and our Twitter, Ultra Instinct Trading for the IG and Ultra Instinct TG for the Twitter, as well as our Facebook, which is... Ultra Instinct Trading. Okay. Boom. Send us a like. Yeah. And then also, if you would be interested or are interested in joining the Ultra Army, um, go ahead and visit our website, ultrainstinctraining.com. Um, you can go into our services or you can also like i said message us on twitter ig if you have any more questions before you do join or if you want to get more of a feel what's going on just let us know um, with that being said that will be episode seven of the ultra way podcast yeah this is marlo signing out yeah. oh geez take care guys trade safe have a good yeah week.